Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. There are two concepts people all over the world cling to faith and family. These ideas mean different things to each person, yet they are a bedrock for people of any culture. Interestingly, the ideas of faith and family are interwoven, and it all starts in the heart of God. This is part five in a series on faith. Check out part one, Ever Run Out of Heroes? Part two, Faith Jump. Part three, Fresh Faith for You, and Part 4, Grow Up in Faith, for Tips. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about faith and family. There are two basic ideas under faith and family. Let's start there. The first idea is belonging. Belonging is one of the greatest human needs God created. To meet this need, He created family. Belonging is part of his original design, a key for every person, whether you're single, married, divorced, adult or child, prodigal, famous or not so famous, royalty, ordinary, rich or poor. Psalm 68 verse 6 says, God sets the lonely in families. So that's belonging, the first idea. The second one is belief. Belief is another part of God's original design and is deeply rooted in each individual. God created humanity to function by faith. This goes beyond intellect, beyond your feelings, beyond discovery and perception. Belief is a dare to jump into the open skies of God's grace and mysteries, like a paratrooper. And for more on that, please check out our episode, Faith Jump. That was part two in this series on faith. Well, let's keep first things first. We've said that God created faith and family. What if... You are a person who has struggled deeply with faith. Perhaps doubts have plagued your faith decisions. Or what if you don't enjoy the blessings of a family? Maybe you have a dysfunctional family. Death may have robbed you. Some cultures have a sad label for non-compliant individuals, outcast. In this broken world, first things first means this. God made you for Himself. He loves you deeply. You have eternal value simply because He says so. No matter how you've struggled with faith, no matter what your family losses, God's love for you is forever. And there's more. God not only forgives and provides a way to live forever, He gave an invitation into His family. This takes a step of faith. To be a part of a royal family is an amazing thing. In fact, people around the world have a real interest in royal families of various countries. 
oh, I suppose it's the blending of history and current culture of that particular country. The strength, the glory, and the finery of these royals are a nod to the kind of lives all people were created to have. Guess what? This is also a nod to our future in heaven. Well, since it's impossible for fallen people to connect with holy God and to function properly in his family, he sent Jesus to be our brother and to set things right at the cross. 1 John 3 verse 1 calls anyone who believes on Jesus children of God. Psalm 68 verse 5 says God is a father to the fatherless and a defender of widows. Those scriptures and many more address belonging. Hebrews 12.2 says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. That addresses belief, and it was so important that Jesus went first and did it perfectly. So if you have faith in Jesus, he is your brother. You also share his father your dad, a king. This is where the blend of faith and family nests in the heart of God. It's not an accident that God uses family terms. You may not have a family, or perhaps, as we've already mentioned, you may have an unhealthy family. If you've trusted Jesus for salvation, you are part of God's royal family by faith. And being a part of that royal family means that you have perks and privileges as God's heir, and you also have royal responsibilities and influence. Let's look at these four concepts, perks and privileges, royal responsibilities, and influence. We'll start with perks and privileges. As a member of God's royal family, here are some of your perks and privileges. 1. You are adopted into God's family forever. 2. Jesus is your big brother, your redeemer, and your best friend. 3. You have a father, a wonderful dad. 4. You can live free from the guilt of sin and from the bondage of sinful habits. 5. With unlimited access to God's promises, you have God's yes if you claim them by faith. That verse is found in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. Every one of God's promises is yes to you. Number 6. Eternal life starts now. Death can't threaten your eternal existence, even when it stares you in the face. 7. You have influence over people who need Jesus. Number eight, your prayers get both heard and answered as you turn to your Father in faith. And then number nine, Scripture says that you have a certain influence in the timing of Jesus' return. If you want to read more about that, check out 2 Peter 3, verse 12. Well, let's go on to the royal responsibilities and influence that you have 
being a member of God's royal family. Being a part of that family actually means that you join Jesus in His responsibilities and in His influence. We're going to go through a brief list now of things that He does as the royal Son of the Father and how you can follow His example each day. Let's start with this one. Jesus is your intervener. Now, what can you do? You can begin to help intervene for other people around you, whatever the need. Jesus also infuses you with power. He's promised. What can you do? Why not help others plug into God and be infused with His power in their daily issues? Another thing that Jesus does is He invites you into God's wisdom and love. What can you do? You can also invite individuals into God's family and into His love. And then Jesus also is an intercessor. He prays for you, and you can intercede and pray for others' needs. And then finally, He is faithful in all His roles. And for you, Why not determine to be faithful back to the Lord and to others who need someone faithful in their lives? Well, being a family member, God's royal family, also means that you are a living stone. Christ holds all things together, including your life, His royal family, and all things of faith. In 1 Peter 2 verse 5, It says that you are a living stone in the house of God's royal family. You could say it like this. You are the house, joined with believers all over the world. It's a living house. As a living stone, you have blueprint plans and design diagrams given to you in God's Word. As you train in His principles, God transforms you. So, He works, and you work. It's a partnership. Let's drill down into God's ingenious plan for faith and family. When the time was right, He slipped into the human race in a manger one dark night. The God-man, Jesus. Very much like a superhero, but also very regular, like you and me. The Lamb slain. From the creation of the world came to meet the needs of belief and belonging through faith and family. Read Revelation 13, verse 8. Now, why would he do that? Why would he come as a baby in order to be the God-man, the superhero who was very regular, who carried out God's ingenious plan? Well, You needed a family. You also needed an anchor for this challenging life, a strong faith in a strong God. This plan was put into motion when a baby was born into a family. How did we say it before? God loves you deeply. You have value because He says so. How did the God-man actually carry out God's plan to accomplish all these things? 
Well, we have a human Savior who did carry out God's plan through the cross, and then He did something so rich. Jesus totally stood up for you before God the Father, and here's how that happened. Jesus entered into the real temple in the invisible realm. He walked into the inner sanctuary. He went right up to the altar boldly. Like the high priests of the Old Testament, he was carrying a blood sacrifice, his own lifeblood, the traditional sacrifice for God's people, the blood of a perfect lamb, capital L was offered on the holy, sacred altar. In essence, Jesus was saying, Father, it is finished. This takes care of the sin problem. I paid the ransom for my brothers and sisters. Please cancel the debt against them. Our children are free again to come back into faith and our family. This was a productive day. Now, for each one who believes on me for forgiveness and eternal life, cover them with my blood. Make them holy. Check out Hebrews 9 to see this really happened. No matter what you've done or who you are, Jesus is not ashamed to be identified with you. He will remain human forever as Emmanuel, Again, it means God with us. Remember that when you feel lonely. Did you know that faith and family changes you? When you engage faith in God and take your place in His family, good things start to happen. First of all, you begin to know Father's heart more. Second, things happen in you and in others that couldn't happen before. 3. God's promises are fulfilled, often in ways that look differently than you pictured. The fourth thing is you see strength in weakness in your life. You see help in trouble, comfort in sorrow, direction in confusion. The fifth thing is your life comes alive as you become who you were created to be. The sixth thing is your situation may or may not change, but when you surrender to God completely, He does one more thing, the seventh thing. He will amaze you with surprises and blessings each day as you live by faith. Here are some examples of those surprises and blessings. You'll get pure motives. How about peace that passes understanding? You'll find joy starts to bubble over inside you. You'll have intimacy with God. Integrity that you and others can trust. You'll find Christ-like character and responses in your life. And specific surprises and blessings that are unique to your individual life and wouldn't be replicated anywhere else. They're yours. So what is the application to faith and family? What should your response be? Well, first of all, let's preface the questions we're going to ask with this. 
God really wants you in His family. He really wants you to live by faith. So here are three questions. One, do you want to be identified as a member of God's family? Two, do you live by faith each day in the details of your issues? And number three, if you haven't already, why not confess your sins and invite Jesus to be your Savior and Lord? Stay tuned in this faith series. We have two more wonderful episodes coming. The final one is a true story of faith, and I'm going to share a story of two wonderful people who have learned to live by faith. So stay tuned and do visit our website for devotional materials, for articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God. Pursue noble character and have an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.